0: By the grace of God, we are privileged under the mercies of God, all the way from Bauchi, the special assistant to Daddy Gio on personnel, Pastor Julius Olaleko, our father, our daddy is here tonight, all the way from Bauchi and is returning back to Bauchi in the morning but he sacrifice to be here to teach us on how to prepare for the rain because the rain is going to fall this weekend. With Jesus' joy in your heart, with a clapping and a shouting ovation, can you welcome daddy as he comes to bless us tonight? shout give him a bigger shout 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 a A louder shout unto the Lord Beloved brethren, if you are going to be sincere, have you encountered God today since we started? How many of you? Where are you? Are you to my left or to my right or to my front? Anywhere you are located, can you jump up and shout hallelujah? (laughs) What a great season. You are Yahweh. Eh, you are Yahweh. Sing loud and clear. You are are Yahweh. Yahweh. Eh, you are Yahweh. You are Yahweh, Alpha Omega You are Yahweh, Alpha Omega You are Yahweh, You are Yahweh can you lift up your two hands and just worship Him? The Lord that has been visiting us, the Lord that has been raining upon us, the Lord that preserves our Yahweh. destiny today. Only Him is worthy yeah. of praise. Yes, Lord. You are ah, Yahweh. You are Yahweh. You are Alpha Omega You are Yahweh Alpha, Omega. Can you just wave your hands and give Him praise And just speak unto Him and say, Lord, I thank you I thank you because I'm alive to witness YMR 2023 and I thank you for your visitation in my life. I thank you, Father, because of what you have in store for me within these few days. I thank you for your mercy that brought me here. I give you the glory. I give you the honor. I give you thanks. I give you adoration. I'm so grateful to you, Lord. 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 Glory be to your holy name. Thank you, precious Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Let your amen tear your heavens open. Our heavenly Father, we are grateful to you tonight. We thank you because you are ever faithful. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you for the previous retreats and for the one of this year. Thank you for the way you have started with us. Thank you for a glorious beginning. Thank you for the move of your spirits. Thank you Father for the authority from heavens. Thank you for your power release upon us. Thank you for the rain that has started falling. Thank you, Father, because you are in our midst. Glorious Father, we say thank you. Accept our thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you for your son, the visioner of this meeting. We thank you for your grace upon his life, upon his wife, upon his family. We thank you, Father, for strengthening him. We thank him because you are taking him from glory to glory to glory to glory to glory. To glory. Thank you for what I am out. Thank you for what you have done before. Thank you for what you are doing now. Thank you for a greater glory ahead. Thank you, Father, because you are in charge of this meeting. Glory be to your holy name. We join our voices together to say thank you for everything you have done. Take all the glory. Take all the honor. And please take all adoration. Thank you, Father, for the one. Thank you for what you have done already. Thank you for what you will yet do. Glory, glory, glory be to your holy name. Father, please be exalted forever in the mighty name of Jesus. As we take the last session for tonight, I ask, oh God, that you will breathe on us still and take us higher and take us deeper to the glory and the praise of your name. Thank you, wonderful Father. Father, in Jesus' awesome name we are praying. I didn't hear a louder amen. A fire branded amen. Tell your neighbor to your left and to your right, celebrate my season because this is my season. Say it loud and clear. This is my season that the Jew said today and I want to tell you brethren rejoice because something new is happening in your life you know what I decree into your life by the special grace of God after tonight you will become a global star And let me tell you, whatever I decree into your life will come to pass. Because I'm standing where the Jews stood today and declare rain down. And that rain is already falling. And listen to me, by the backing of the Lord and anointing upon his life, every one of you here, in the name that is above every other name, by the time this meeting will be finishing, You will be on your way to the topmost top, in the mighty name of Jesus. We celebrate, Pastor B. Daniel. God bless you. What a wonderful session. Let's celebrate the grace of God for the life of sacrifice. The life of sacrifice. The life of sacrifice. It is just a new beginning. You have not seen anything yet. You are going from glory to glory, from grace to grace. Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. It has not even crossed your mind what the Lord has prepared for you. By the spirit of the Lord and the manifestation of his glory, there will be revelation day by day. Every day the sun rises, your vision will become clearer. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, I celebrate your wife. God bless you. Remain blessed forever and the entire family for your support and the grace that God has given to you. And everyone that has been lifting up their hands, may the Lord lift you up in the mighty name of the Lord. And everyone saying amen, you too will rise and you will shine. Say louder amen. Let God hear your amen. By the special grace of God, I will be talking very briefly on how to prepare for the rain and I thank God for all that have been said today everything I will be saying is to emphasize all these things now I want you to know that without preparation you are getting nothing the God that we serve it's a God that cherishes preparation. He prepares. Himself prepares. I just quoted the scripture now. In First Corinthians chapter two, verse nine to ten, the Bible says, "Eyes have not seen, ears have not heard. Does not enter the heart of anybody what the Lord has prepared, not that He will prepare." What you will be, he has already prepared it. He told Jeremiah, He said, Before I formed you, I'll finish everything about your destiny. I knew you, I knew what you will become. I had already prepared a future for you. And that is why the scripture says that this God that you will serve, He declared the end right from the beginning. So he's a God of preparation. The father is a God of preparation. The son is a God of preparation. The son himself cherishes preparation. When he was living, he told us, he said, let not your heart be troubled. Believe in God and believe also in me. In my father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said, I go and prepare John chapter 14, from verse 1 to 3. John 41 to 3. I go and prepare a place for you. So it's a God of preparation. Nothing accidental in the kingdom. Holy Spirit also prepares. There was an incident in Genesis chapter 1. The Bible says, and God created the heaven and the earth. And the earth was without void. without uh, form and void. But the Bible said, the Spirit was moving upon the waters. And God said. So the Spirit was preparing for the manifestation of the pronouncement of God. So as soon as God spoke, the Spirit enforced what the Lord said. But before God spoke, He had prepared the ground. Children of God, there is nothing that happens in this kingdom by accident. It's by preparation. Just as you have been hearing, we are not gathering here to just work on your emotions. To make you feel good. But to let you know that God has something for you. I a glorious tomorrow for you. God is excited to see you here. But he will be more excited to see you carrying rain when you are going home. In the mighty name of Jesus, you will not go the way you came. I didn't hear a louder amen. That fellow saying amen, I said you will not go the way you came. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The rain that we are talking about is not this physical rain. Don't begin to think about it. I divine that rain as a deposit of God in the life of a believer that makes him progressively productive until he becomes a solution to his world. A deposit of God in the life of a believer and that deposit makes him progressively productive until it becomes a solution to his world. And without this rain, beloved brethren, there is no pro- productivity. Everything about this is what brings productivity to human beings. I thank God for the power that He has released upon us At the beginning of this meeting, when I discovered that daddy was ministering, I went to the YouTube and I saw that he was there. I put the my device on my head when he was releasing that particular shower. And before you got your own, I got my own. Who got his own first? In the mighty name of the Lord, you will never lose your reign. Amen. I didn't hear a louder. Amen. amen. Say amen. Let your neighbor be scared. Amen. Disciples were failures until this kind of rain fell upon them. But they were in a place of preparation when. That rain fell upon them on the day of Pentecost. So, learn to prepare. One of the greatest things that we can learn also in the life of Daddy Geo is preparation. He told us, he said, after the convention in August, he has settled everything about the next year's August. The theme, the topic, the title, the body, the conclusion, who will take this, who will do that. Preparation. When some of us have not prepared for January, he has prepared for August next year. Because that is the character of God. When you are going for a meeting, please don't go there in a casual manner, go prepared. Nothing is accidental. God is ready. If you are ready. Somebody is here, the Lord will meet you at the point of your knees. I didn't hear a louder, amen. He had done it before, he will do it again. Rain has started falling, it will continue to fall. But you must prepare yourself so that you won't go the way you came. Disciples were failures, people like Peter. Before the rain fell, I mean, he was on the sea. He failed. Jesus Christ melted him and brought him out. He met him there and brought him out and said, follow me and I will make you a fish of men." He told Jesus, I will follow you anywhere. You want to die, I will die with you. He denied him three times. After Jesus has resurrected, the Bible said the same Peter went back onto the sea. And Jesus appeared to him again and said, what have you caught? Do you have anything? He said, nothing. He failed. But on the day of Pentecost, when that power came upon a failure, it became a success. I prophesied to someone here, For the rest of your life, you will never know failure again. Everywhere you go, everything you do, you will succeed in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. If that is for you, say a violent amen. The Lord is raising people that he will use to challenge the darkness of this world. He said, Arise, shine, for your light is come. Isaiah 60 from verse 1. Isaiah 60 from verse 1. He said, For your light is come. So your light has already come. He said, Behold, darkness will cover the whole land, and gross darkness the people. But the Lord will arise upon you, and his glory shall be seen upon you. And the Bible said the Gentiles will come unto your light. And the kings will come to the brightness of your light and of your rising. Listen to me, brethren. Darkness is everywhere. But for you, you will be exempted. Oh, my God. I said you will be exempted. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That fellow saying amen. It doesn't matter what is going on all over the world. The Lord God of heaven will make a way for you. Where there is a capital no after this meeting, there will be a capital yes for you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. How do we prepare for the rain? But the first thing I want you to know is that there is no any option. You must have this rain. Tell your neighbor, you must have this rain. Tell another one, you must have this rain. It is not optional, brethren. It is not optional. If you read the scriptures in the book of Amos, the book of Amos, the Bible says in the book of Amos chapter 4, This God is a God of wonders. Verse 7. Amos 4, verse 7. Verse 7, and then verse 8. And also, I have withholding the rain from you when there were yet three months to the harvest, and I caused it to rain upon one city, and caused it not, not to rain upon another city. One piece was rained upon, another piece, we are upon, it rained not, withered. I pray for you, you will not wither. So there is no, if you don't have this rain, the Bible says, the consequence of it is that the fellow withers. And to wither means that you progressively disappear you progressively lose your relevance. When the rain is not there, you wither. In the mighty name of the Lord, you will not wither. You will not lose your relevance. He now said that all those ones that don't have rain, they have to go and beg. I stand on the authority of the Lord. None of you. We beg for your inheritance in God, in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Meaning words, It is possible that somebody by your side will receive the rain. And somebody else will not receive the rain. It is your level of preparation that will determine what you will receive today. So prepare. Prepare for this rain. And how do you Prepare. And I want you to take this very, very seriously. How do you prepare? When you read the book of First Kings, chapter 18, verse 40 to 42. First Kings, chapter 18, 40 to 42. The Bible talks about the story of Elijah. And I will just pick some points from there that you will use to pray. The Bible says Elijah took the prophets of Baal after fire was fallen. The Bible says he took the prophets of Baal, and then they were all killed. And he said unto Ahab, get thee up, eat and drink, because there is a sound of abundance of rain. And after he had said that, he went to the mountain, he prayed, until the rain fell. How do you prepare for your reign? It's not only for this meeting, brethren. It's for the rest of your life. And I want you to please take note of every of these things. Number one, sanctify yourself in preparation for the reign. Sanctify yourself in preparation for the reign. Joshua chapter 3 verse 5. Joshua 3 verse 5. And Joshua said unto the people, sanctify yourselves. For tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. For this season, God will do wonders among you. Only few people are saying amen there. Tell your neighbor, God will do wonders in your life. Prophesy to another one, God will do wonders in your life. Sanctify yourselves today. Wash yourself in preparation for the rain. There is no compromise in this kingdom. In 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21. 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 21. The Bible says, if anyone will purge himself for these things, it shall be a vessel unto honor. Sanctify. And meat for the master's use, prepared unto every good work. Of these things, thank God, Peter Daniel has already talked of those things. Sin will not allow rain to fall on us. Purify yourself first. Get yourself ready. Jesus Christ said that no one. We take a holy thing and cast it upon the dogs or cast its precious spears upon the swine because they will trample it on their feet. And the Bible says they will turn and rent the owner. There is no place for sin in this kingdom. You want the reign, You must live a holy life. You must live a holy life. And I pray for someone here. Any tree that God did not plant in your life shall be uprooted tonight in the mighty name of the Lord. Let that amen be violent in the name of Jesus Christ. Every tree of unrighteousness, every tree of a sliding, whatever devil has planted that will not allow you to fulfill the purpose of God, it shall be uprooted tonight in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ devil knows the way to stop you from fulfilling your destiny. He knows the way to stop God from reaching out to you. In the book of Hosea, chapter 7 verse 1, Hosea 7 and verse 1, the Bible says, when God, when God will have healed Israel, suddenly the iniquity of Ephraim was discovered. At the point that God came and said, Israel, this is your season. I want to heal you. I want to take away your reproach. As God was about to do that, the iniquity of Ephraim emerged. And God said, No, I can't continue with what I want you to do. There are some sins in our lives. It has the point of entering into your glory. That they will manifest and they stop you. That is why every sin you don't stop will stop you in the journey to destiny. You have to stop it. You have to stop it. If you don't stop it, it will stop you. You won't enter into your land of inheritance. Stop it today and stop it forever. Sanctify yourself for tomorrow in your destiny, in your future. The Lord wants to perform wonders. God is raising saviors who will go into the whole world and judge nations and judge unrighteousness and judge evils. The Bible said, these saviors, these saviors, they will come to Zion. And there will be judges there. And you are one of them. I can't hear you, I say you are one of them. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, whatever that will stop you from entering into your inheritance, tonight it shall perish in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Say a violent, amen. Let God hear your amen. For you to prepare The number one is to sanctify yourself. And that was what Elijah did. He took away all the prophets of Baas, the pollutants of the land, the corruption in the land in preparation for the rain. And number two, you have to pray for the rain. Beloved brethren, there is no substitute to prayers. Every tangible encounter from ages has been as a resort of fervent prayers resort oriented prayers you can't joke with prayers and have this kind of rain and one thing that is going on now is that our generation is losing appetite urge hunger for prayers and because of that, a lot of things are entering into our lives. There is no other way to it. You can pray, you can have it. You can pray, you can have it. You can pray, you can have it. The Bible says Elijah went to the mountain and folded himself. He put his head in between his knees in between his knees, and prayed. He folded and prayed. He knew what he was about to do. When he was about to bring fire, as he was just praying, fire fell. When it was the time to bring this rain down, he folded himself and began to pray, and began to pray. Your prayer life must change during this meeting. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, the fire of prayer will fall on you in Jesus' name. Let your amen tear your heavens open. Let your amen settle your future. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you must pray until your rain falls. Please pray. Please pray. If there is any cry now from the throne of grace, is that let our generation pray? Our fathers, they prayed. They prayed for the results to happen. If you are going to get anything, it's not by emotion. It's not by I claim it. It's not by I just receive it. You have to pray, sir. You have to pray, ma. No substitute for prayer. If devil can weaken you in the realm of prayer, then he has finished everything about you. If there is something you will ask for today, grace to pray. Let God release it upon your life. All these funny, funny people who are coming up to tell us that Jesus has finished everything, there is no need to pray anymore. He said it is finished. They are being manipulated by the devil to destroy destinies, to turn righteous to sin, to turn righteous ones and make them sinners. And listen to me. Many of them who are preaching these things, you will discover that when they were at your age, they fasted, they prayed, and it worked for them. They became big. Now that they are big and they have gotten everything that they are looking for, they said, I have gotten another gospel. I have seen another thing. You cannot fast. You cannot pray anymore. Please tell them, when you are at my age, you prayed, you fasted, you got it. Let me also pray. Let me also fast. When I get everything that I'm looking for and I reach your age, then let's be talking about what is grace. It is foolish thing to, to just follow them. They will make a mess of our destiny. Stop listening to them. Stop listening to them. There is no substitute to prayers. Jesus prayed. Ah, he prayed. When he was to be baptized, the Bible says in the book of Luke chapter 3, Luke chapter 3, verse 21 to 23. Luke 3, 21 to 23. Now when all the people were baptized, it came to pass that Jesus also Being baptized and doing what? I'm praying. The heaven was open. He was being baptized. But not just that. He was praying. He was praying. During that exercise, he was praying. And the heaven opened. He got everything by prayers. And immediately after that, in chapter 4 from verse 1, Luke 4 from verse 1, he was led in the Spirit into the wilderness. He fasted, he prayed for 40 days and 40 nights. Hey. Daddy told us. He said the Holy Spirit told him, you want to do a greater works? Jesus Christ fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, you should start the same thing. Beloved of God, there is no substitute to prayers. Tell your neighbor, you must pray. Tap him or her and say, you must pray. Tap another, another fellow and say, you must pray. You must pray. Is our greatest asset. I thank God for our CCG. Prayer is one of our greatest assets in this church. It's one of our greatest assets. And I thank God because I met that early in life. I met it early in life. I have this story because anytime I read the story of this man of God, prophet, Elijah, I always look at him, how he prayed. There is no substitute to prayers. In my early age, when I became born again and filled with the Holy Spirit, And I began to pray, I began to pray, I began to pray. One thing that I loved most was prayer. God helped me, it was the grace of God. And I had a particular condition, I mean posture, that I used to pray with my head in one particular something, and so I cannot sleep. And I can pray for as long as I wanted. But I didn't know that something was happening to my forehead until some people were calling me allergic Because they thought that the black thing on the head, at the forehead, this one must be someone who is, uh, is Kirung. What's, what's the English of Kirung? And I knew this embarrassment is becoming too much. So I went to somewhere to go and preach. I didn't even know what was causing it. I just saw that my forehead became so dark, so dark. So I went to somewhere to go and preach. And when I finished, a young lady came to me, so bold, and said, that, what happened to your forehead? Were you a Muslim before? I said, no. He said, then how do you used to pray? It must be from the manner of your prayer that this thing has happened. And and I suddenly remembered, it is the posture of prayer that brought it. Beloved brethren, you must pray. Tell your neighbor you must pray. I can hear you loud and clear. Tell your neighbor, pray until something happens. Pray until your rain falls. Before I got married, I was living in a house. Somebody paid for the house. And I was a security guard. Somebody also paid for that. So one day I was praying in the room, desperate for rain to fall, desperate for fire to fall. I was alone. For long I was crying. I was praying. And suddenly, I felt this shaking on my body. Every part of my body was vibrating. And I knew. And I was lost in the spirit. But I knew that something had happened. I didn't know. The God that was there, that was outside at the gate, I didn't know that he felt anything but he went out and began to tell some people the ministers and said that it was outside he had never seen it in his life that there was a kind a of shaking from that room to his place where he was standing i didn't know anything happened but he knew something happened he could feel it he could get it Beloved, brother, this God answers prayers. And he will still answer. If you can find people who will pray, who will pray, who will pray deliberately, return to the place of prayer, sir. The rain that you are looking for will fall. And signs and wonders will follow you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, raise up your right hand. The grace to pray, receive in abundance in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Let your amen be a violent one. Receive it in the mighty name of the Lord. Not only that, number three, fast for the rain. Fast for the rain. One of the things Elijah did in one of his journeys, He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights. No food. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 17, verse 21. Matthew 17, 21, Jesus Christ said, This kind goeth not out except by prayer and what? And fasting. Except by prayer and fasting. Meaning what? There is a particular rain that must fall upon you before you can get out this kind. It is not only prayer now. You have to add fasting to it for this kind to go out. For this kind to go out. There is a man in another church. I met him one day and he reminded me several years ago, late 90s, I think. He came to my office and visited me and said, Pastor, I've been praying over this. I've been praying over this problem and nothing has happened. Nothing has happened. He said and I told him, you have not prayed enough. I won't pray for you. Go and pray until it happens. He said he didn't like it, but he went. And he began to pray the way he had never done. And said that thing happened. And that built him up. At the time I saw him, he was a minister. Don't be lazy in the place of prayer. Add fasting to it. Add fasting to it. Nobody was born into fasting. Everybody that is fasting now, they took a decision that they must fast because they wanted rain. You to take a decision to fast. It's not only for here, even after here. When I started, I was fasting one day, one day, one day. And it was very, very, I mean, it could be tedious. But one day, in the mid-80s, we were taken to a particular camp for three days. The first time I would fast for three days. No food, no water. No food, no water. There was no water there. And they didn't make any provision for such. Three hours, word and prayer. Three hours, you will go and begin to pray on your own. Three hours again. For three days, at the end of the third day, at least. It's like I saw a... (laughs) Ah, I look at it and say, oh, God, see me through. By the time the meeting finished, I felt light inside of me. I felt power inside of me. I felt strange anointing inside. I was intoxicated three days. So. And as I was going out, I was looking for demons anywhere. I was looking for people who have demons so that I could cast out. And because I couldn't get as much as I wanted, I began to go from one school to another school, casting out demons from students. As young as I was, only one person, nobody followed me. From one place to another place, from one school to another school, I just hated demons and the work of demons, three days so. Beloved brethren, lift up your right hand. The grace to fast, receive in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. (laughs) And that is how the journey continued from 3 to 5, to 7, to 14, to 21, to 30, and so on. God is faithful, sir. He's faithful. Lazy people don't have any space in the kingdom. The Bible says it's a rewarder of those that diligently seek him. You have to be diligent. You have to be diligent. I fasted to a point that my mother reported me to my father. And they had a family meeting that I should not fast again. But... It was in the midst of that, that a problem occurred in the family, which nobody could solve. No solution. A sickness, a kind of sickness came upon one person, and no solution, no cure, nothing. And I called the fellow, I laid hands upon him, I told him, go and sleep on my bed. And he went there, he slept. By the time he woke up, that affliction disappeared. It disappeared. And my father called him and said, what happened to you? Suddenly, what happened? And the, and the boy narrated everything, how it happened, how I prayed, how he slept, and how the whole thing disappeared. And suddenly, my father called the whole family meeting and said, from now on, anywhere this boy goes, that is where all of us will go. He knows what we don't know. And that was how everybody followed me to the Redeemed Christian Church of God. And many of them are pastors today. Our preaching, our speech and our preaching, according to Apostle Paul, he said it is not in the enticing word of men's wisdom, but in the demonstration of spirit, in the demonstration of power, so that your faith will not stay on the wisdom of men, but on the power of God. Beloved brethren, fast is part of what you should do to get the rain. Tell your neighbor, fast. I can hear you. Even after you are fasted and you are looking anyhow, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Don't hate fasting, celebrate it. Rejoice when it is announced in January now, that day will announce so days so we are going to fast. How many of us are expecting those days with excitement? Anyone here, are you sure? are you sincere? Receive that grace in the mighty name of the Lord? Another thing that you need to do is to be desperate for the rain. The Bible said Elijah, in verse 43 of 1 Kings chapter 18, 1 Kings 18, 43, the Bible said Elijah was praying, and he told the servant, go and check for the cloud. Is anything about to, to happen? And the servant went and said, there is nothing. He continued the prayer. He said, go again. There is nothing. Go again. There is nothing. He said, you must go until something happens. Go seven times. At the seventh time, he said, I saw something like the hands of a man coming out of the sea. And Elijah said, that is what we are looking for. Go and tell Ahab to begin to get himself ready and go. Meaning what? He was desperate that something must happen. Please, during this meeting, be desperate. Be what? Tell your neighbor, be desperate. It can be louder. Tell him or her, be desperate. do in this meeting, be desperate. You have to be desperate. Tell yourself, tell your tummy, tell your eyes. You may not sleep more than two hours for the next two days or three days. After that, you can sleep. But for the three days, eyes... You must open. Tell me you must obey. And you know what? They will obey. Be desperate for what you want. Because few times now, you will discover that this YMR 2023 will eventually end. The question is that what will you go with? Be desperate. Sleep less. Pray more. Find a place, find a corner where you can be with the Lord, alone with God, like Jacob. Wrestling with your destiny. Things must happen. Enough of struggling, enough of toiling, enough of frustration. If God is doing it for others, He can do it for me. Find somewhere, pray, wrestle. With the rain fall, definitely it will fall. And it has started. The only thing is that position yourself so that you'll be soaked and be drenched in the rain. It is your portion in Jesus' name. And before we pray, I will say this one at the last thing, and that is humility. You must be humble, sir. You must be humble, In 2 Chronicles chapter 7, verse 13 to 14, 2 Chronicles 7, 13 to 14, God said, if I shut the heavens, that there should be no rain. I release the locusts and they destroy everywhere. He said, if my people, those ones who are called by my name, what will they do? Why the first thing? If they shall humble themselves. Humility first. Before heaven will open. Humility. You must be humble. Arrogance is not anywhere to be found in this kingdom. Be humble. If you see our Father and the Lord... And he's humble he is humble because he knows that is the only way to draw the rain. That is a powerful way of drawing the rain. If I shut the heavens, if my people, those ones that are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray, seek my face, turn away from the wicked ways. I will open the heavens, heal their land. When you read the book of James 4, verse 6, James chapter 4, verse 6, but he giveth more grace, wherefore he says, God resisted the proud. What does he give unto the humble? I can hear you. I can hear you. He giveth grace unto the humble. So that is the reward for humility, grace, grace. Is the reward for humility, and there is nothing you can become in the kingdom without grace. Absolutely nothing. Absolutely nothing, and you must take that one today. That is why those ones who are teaching bad things, or these false doctrines about grace, they are just messing up the whole thing. Without grace, you cannot become anything in this kingdom. That is why the Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10, 1 Corinthians 15, verse 10, Apostle Paul said, but by the grace of God, I am what I am. You can see a going out and healing the sick. You can see the lame walking. You can see miracles happening. You can see me breaking grounds. He said, I am what I am by what? I can't hear you. By the grace of God, I am what I am. He said, I am the least among the apostles, but I excel. I labor more than them all. He said, but it is not I, but the grace that was bestowed upon me. Not I, but the grace that was bestowed upon me. How far you will go in life depends on the grace you carry. It depends on the grace you carry. In Acts 4, the Bible says, the disciples came together. If you read verse 33, Acts 4, 33, after they have prayed and they have done everything, the Bible says, greater grace came upon them and they were going around with signs and wonders, with boldness, manifesting. That is something that you must have in life, if you are going to succeed, and that is grace. There's something you must acquire in your journey in Christianity, and that is grace. That's something that must be multiplying unto you every day. Every time, every moment in the scripture, you will see the the writer saying unto the people, May the grace and the peace of God be multiplied unto you. It was not for fall. You need the grace. And by the grace of God, you will succeed. That fellow saying, Amen, you will excel. I say it again, you will excel. The power of God will come upon you in the mighty name of the Lord. When you are humble, you receive the grace. And when the grace comes upon your life, whatever was not possible will become possible. There are people that you look at today, and they look and they look like angels. Ah, they're doing this. Ah, they're doing this. How can they pray? How can they fast? How can they do this? How can they win souls? Oh, the grace of God. How can they stay away from sin? The grace of God. Listen to me, and please listen very carefully. Every resolution you make that is not covered by the grace of God is in futility. Self-determination. Without the grace, you go back into it. New Year resolutions. Resolutions. Without grace, you go back into whatever. It is grace for you to resolve and to stand by it. And God of all grace is here tonight. He will relay that grace upon you. I didn't hear a louder amen. You need that grace, sir. You need that grace. There are some of us that are struggling. But people don't know. When you appear, they say, See, a giant has come. A farfetched sister. A farfetched brother. But the farfetched sister or brother knows inside he's struggling. His prayer life has gone, his commitment has gone. There is a sorrow inside. He knows he has lost a lot of gifts. What God gave him some ago, he has lost everything. He's now struggling. But when he appears in the public, a fervent fellow has come. But in the secret, he's a weak person. What has just happened? This appearance of grace. Whatever grace you have lost, you will recover it this very day. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please say amen. Let your amen tear your heavens open. The Bible now says in the book of Hebrews 4, verse 16, and I want you to read this, and it will lead us to prayers. Hebrews 4, verse 16. What does it say? Hebrews 4, and verse 16. Let us read it together. One, two, go. Let us therefore come boldly, where? Unto the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help when? In time of need, now that we need rain, now that we need the rain, let us boldly come to the throne of grace so that we may find, we may obtain mercy and find grace that will help us. In this time of need, this is the time of need, and you need the grace. Let's come boldly to the throne of grace. Whatever you are struggling about, the grace of God will take over. I can't hear you louder, amen. I said the grace of God will take over. The grace of the Lord will take over. Somebody say amen, grace to be pure, receive in Jesus' name. Grace to be holy, receive in Jesus' name. Grace to pray, receive in Jesus' name. Grace to fast, receive in Jesus' name. And by the grace of God, whatever you have lost, you will recover this very day in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. When God is on your side, you get everything. You get everything. If you can stay pure, if you can pray, if you can fast, if you can be desperate, and then if you can be humble, your rain is unlimited. It is sure it will fall. Rejoice in the Lord, O ye children of Zion, for the Lord your God has given you the former rain moderately. He will cause the rain to come for you the former rain and the latter rain, in the first month, and say, after that, you will never know shame again. Somebody say amen there, you will never know shame again. If your amen is louder from today, your productivity will become a phenomenon. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, what are we saying? As you prepare yourself, in fasting, in prayer, during this meeting, please be expectant. Something will happen in your life. You are not going the way you came. Something glorious will happen. You will emerge as mighty army. You will go forth into the world and destroy the works of the devil and set the captives free and return back to Zion with a new song in your mouth. Between now and next year, Oh, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, your exploits will be a groundbreaking one in the mighty name of the Lord. That fellow saying amen, no devil will stop you. No Satan will stop you. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And everything you have said by bye to today in form of sin, you will never return back to them in the mighty name of the Lord. There is something I want you to just pray for tonight. And that is, I want you to cry as if you have never cried in your life for grace. I'm not too sure that all your decisions in this meeting will still stand after one month. After two months. Except you receive this grace here today. Flesh will fail. It's not by power nor by mind, but by my spirit, it says, The Lord. If you cry for this grace, then your future is secured. Your tomorrow is secured. The rain that you are looking for is secured. The grace to obey God, the grace to do all the things He wants you to do. You may not have the strength now, but the grace will come upon you. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ. That fellow who believe God and you know that God is working something out in your life, can you say a louder amen? A rain must fall now and it's a rain rain of grace. The rain of grace. The rain of grace. The rain of purity has fallen. Now the rain of grace must fall on you. To do the impossible, to become Supernatural to do what natural people cannot do. That is the rain of grace coming upon you. You believe that grace will come upon you today, can you please rise to your face, anywhere you are, and shout a loud hallelujah. You believe it. That hallelujah can be louder, can be more vibrant, can you shout a louder hallelujah? <laughs> Pass me not, O oh gentle Savior, in my humble cry. Why, oh, no, does thou art called? Olly, do no pass me by mighty Savior, 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 Savior here. My humble crown. Why on dost thou art called? Only do not pass me by mighty Savior. Savior, Savior, you my own Why on not thou art for, you know Open your eyes and please look at me. A general overseer met me one day and asked me a question. He said, What is happening in the Redeemed Christian Church of God? He said, Your GO, I check all his sermons. They are very simple. But he had the greatest crowd. In the old world, he said they that preach Hebrews and Greek, they don't have what he has. And I told him, Grace, 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 Grace is at work in his life. No shaking, no sweating, nothing whatever. But because he had drawn grace, everything he takes to make the rain fall, he could do it. And so you see what is going on. And if our father is like that, and he has prayed that we will be greater than him, then we need that grace that he carries. Not to do anything, but to do what he's doing. To pray the way he's praying. To fast the way he's fasting to sacrifice the way he sacrificed to be committed as he's committed so that we become what he desires that we should become. What we need is the grace. Your flesh will fail, but grace will not fail. Lift up your right hand to the Almighty God and pray a violent prayer. Talk to the Almighty God and say, Father, let the heaven hear you. Say, Father, I am tired of struggling. Every grace that I need for my rain to fall, release upon me today in the name of Jesus. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Cry to the Almighty God, brethren. Please cry. Please cry. Please cry. Please cry. Your future depends on it. Your destiny depends on it. Your tomorrow depends on it. You know how many times you have failed. Your strength has failed you. Your wisdom has failed you. Your ability has failed you. But grace will not fail you. Cry, Lord, the grace, oh God that I need for my rain to fall. Release upon me tonight. Release upon me tonight. Please pray. You need it now. Until the grace comes, you continue to struggle. You continue to sweat for nothing. You continue to run from pole to post without any resource. Oh Lord, let the grace follow me today. The rain of grace, let it fall. The rain of grace, let it fall. The rain of grace, that you let it fall. The rain of grace, let it fall. Ye kerebo santa la balika takaya. Yendra korima lika takorima sente keria. Santa Oh, Lord, let it fall tonight. The reign of grace, let it fall upon me. I have struggled enough. I have toyed enough. Let the grace that I need to exert fall on me today. In the mighty name of the Lord. Pray. Ya yama satiabakaraba satoria. Lekete keporrima yaga basatiya. Lika porrima Lima yeke Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Let that grace come upon me. Let that grace come upon me. Let that grace come upon me, come upon me today. Yes, Lord. Pray a little more, brethren. There is a shower of grace coming on you tonight. There is a shower of grace coming on you tonight. There is a shower of grace coming on you tonight. The reign of grace follow me today. Thank you, Father. In Jesus name, we are praying. Let your amen tear your heavens open. Now you are going to be specific and violent. Lift your voice to the Lord and say, Father, loud and clear. Say, Father, the grace to stay holy, the grace to pray, the grace to fast, the grace to be humble. Father, release upon me today. Go ahead and pray that prayer. Go ahead and pray that prayer. You need it. You need it today. You have been failing for years. It's not as if you have not been taking decisions. But you have been failing. Today is your day. Oh Lord. The grace to pray. The grace to fast. The grace to stay pure. Release upon me today in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Please cry for grace. Not in my hand I bring. Simply to the cross I claim. Naked come to thee for g- dress. Helpless look to thee for grace. Far I to the font fly. Wash me, Savior, I die. Can you go to the Lord naked? Naked yourself. Tell him, Lord, I need your help. I need your help. I have faced every time. Don't pretend, here, brethren. Don't pretend. This is your hour. I have faced every time, Lord. I need your grace this time around. Ah, Oh, Lord, release your grace. I come a place. Look unto your grace. Unto you for grace. Lord, release your grace upon me today. Release your grace. You know you are struggling with your prayer life. Please pray. You are struggling. You have been struggling for years. Nothing is working in your life. As if God does not answer prayer, He answers. Father, grace to pray. Yekerebo Grace to fast, Lord. Release upon me today. Something is happening in your life. life Something is happening in your life today. Something is happening in your life today. Something is happening in your life right now. That is a shower of grace. 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 The supernatural ability to do the impossible beyond the capacity of your strength. Hey, My porima santa Lord, release your grace upon me today. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Pray a little more. Pray for thirty seconds more. Thirty seconds more. Thirty seconds more. Thirty seconds more. Maramaya gabasataya bakari masaturia. Yes, Lord. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' awesome name, we are praying. Beloved brethren, stretch forth your hand to this altar where our Father and the Lord have poured the anointing today. And please, the loudest amen you have ever said, I want you to say it tonight as I pronounce grace upon your life. Lika Purima Yaga Bastoria. Lindrarima Yeke Pozotoririmandaboria. Likataika Purima Santaboria, Yeketekeima Santa Labar. Please listen to me, that fellow that is going down, you have been going down and going down and going down. Listen to me now a supernatural hand is carrying you up right now. I don't know the fellow. Your story is like that of Elijah. Every time you make effort, there is nothing. And the servant was saying, there is nothing, there is nothing, there is nothing. nothing." But here you are today, I declare to you after tonight, there will be something. Hey, there will be something. I said there will be something. In your marriage, there will be something. In your academy, there will be something. In your ministry, there will be something. In your financing, there will be something. I say from today, there will be something to celebrate. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Now stretch out those hands as I decree into your life. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. That amen can be doubled. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. In your name I declare to everyone here. Stretching forth their hands into this holy altar, either physically present here or online or on television, I stand with the authority of the living God. Anything planted in your life in form of sin and iniquity that the devil wants to ensure that your reign never falls in the name that is above every other name, let it cast fire in the name of Jesus. Hey, let it cast fire in the name of Jesus. It doesn't matter that habit. It doesn't matter that attitude. That sin, that iniquity. Let it cast fire in the name of Jesus. By the authority of heavens and the power that created the heaven and the earth, I speak to your life today. The grace you need to do the supernatural. Receive in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. That fellow saying, Amen. The grace to stay only, that every day of your life, sin begins to irritate you. You begin to love righteousness. I say that grace, that grace, that grace, that grace Receive in abundance in the name of Jesus. Ah, Receive in abundance in the name of Jesus. That grace you need to pray. That grace you need to fast. Anywhere you are here, say amen. Receive that grace in the name of Jesus Christ. You will return with testimonies in the name of Jesus Christ. That grace you need to fulfill your purpose here and on earth. That grace you need to be humble. That grace you need to be desperate. That grace you need to be where God wants you to be. If your amen will tell your heaven's open, receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Ah, receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. I hereby stand with the authority of my Father in heaven. And I say to you from today, every gift you have lost. Every gift you have lost to prayerlessness. To the act of not being fervent. For the art of being lazy and fasting. Everywhere you are here, receive them back in double portion in the mighty name of Jesus. Ah, receive them back in double portion in the name of Jesus. Receive them back in double portion in the name of Jesus. As we are going from this meeting, when this meeting will finish, in the name that is above every other name, you will be a world changer, a solution to your generation, a solution to your village, a solution to your city, a solution to your nation. Receive it in the name of Jesus Christ. That fellow saying amen. Next year, when we gather like this, if the Lord, delayed his coming, in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, you will have been swimming in your testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. For the rest of your life, this grace that the Lord gives to you will perpetually draw rain upon your life in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. If your amen is louder, before this meeting we end in the name that is above every other name, the quantity of rain that will redefine your destiny. We soak you in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Go and excel. Go and prosper. Go and succeed. Go and make it a ministry. Go and shine for the Lord Jesus Christ. Go and be the best for the Lord in the name of Jesus Christ. It is done in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, you are blessed. A better amen. A louder amen. A more glorious amen. A violent, amen. Hallelujah. How many carriers of grace here today? Grace to do the impossible, grace to say only. Grace to pray, grace to fast, grace to remain humble. Are you there? Where are you here? You know God has deposited grace upon you. You can't fail anymore. You can't disappoint God anymore. Wherever you are, can you shout hallelujah? I don't know where you are, but I want you to do something for me. I want you to congratulate at least seven people and say, Congratulations, carrier of grace. Carrier of grace. You will never fail again.